Hello. Hello. So I, I hit record and I'm in the, my podcast template. So of course, um, the next uh, the podcast theme started playing and then the Nexus tag started playing. I'm like, ah! all the stuff at once. Pretty fun. Get into that podcast groove with the theme song. Yeah, yeah. I, I muted it, but I otherwise wouldn't have been able to hear you. Ah, I getcha, I getcha. No worries. Well, we're here now. Oh, so we're not doing video today. All right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Desktop means no camera. Ban- bandwidth, you know. Gotta gotta conserve what you can. Yep, it's all about the I record audio. On, I record on Ethernet these days, now that I don't have my Hackintosh, because now my laptop is my desktop. Oh, I was going to say, too, um, I actually have a wired connection as well now, which I may not have had last time. Ooh. So, so you'll only fun. drop out every ten minutes instead of every two minutes. Well, you know, <laughs> we've uh, got a new internet provider, got all wired equipment now. Nice. And I'm using desktop rather than a laptop. So, so almost everything is better about the setup now. Yeah, yeah. Well, same, same, same old ten-year-old uh, blue snowball mic, but um, well, the provider's still Comcast, which has been since I moved here, but. Um, Guess what just came up in my template? Ian's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's how you know it's going to be a great day. Exactly. Oh, I should ad- enter my followees on the notes. Ah, uh, yeah. I think I might have followed somebody. <laughs> I only followed like 15 people, so it was really easy for me to pick. Uh, one-fifth of them to feature. When did we last record PodKit? I'm trying to look that up. Was it's it been a long time. September? It must have been September. could have been August, but I hope not. 42 was recorded on... Uh, we said mid-September, but... It's it's mid-September if you count September no, as so two that months. was We recorded 41 and 42 at the same time in August. Oh. Before the iPhone event. Oh man, that's, that's right. Wrong. Yeah, that's. You know, sometimes recording's hard. Truly. Truly indeed. So one of the cats found a toy mouse, and now they're just playing with it, and they're so excited. (laughs) They've had their toy mice for years, but they just found one somewhere, and they're like, this is the greatest thing ever. Perfect. Right, right, right. It's that rediscovery. That's what it's all about. Mm So I haven't actually really looked into React hooks, other than like trying read to the read docs the docs. When they came out, and that's about all I've done. So Ryan, this will be you. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> actually I have a repo that I'm about to put in the docs that demonstrate my React hookiness. Where is the hey. React hook section? Is it this big section that says React hooks? <laughs> I think that might have something to do with it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty I'm pretty confident 
that's probably uh anyway so i put a, a a link there to this uh, github repo i made called react hooks playground where i play with react hooks um also somehow i managed to make a commit on this repo with two different ryan ampersads i don't know how that's even possible right nice um but yeah so this is kind of like a blog post of me using hooks over um you know a night and a sunday morning or something um and okay i'll say none of the ryan ampersads are connected to your github account yeah i know it's i don't understand how that's even possible at this point just add every email alias to your github account (laughs) but what's weird except for the one that's ryan mr i don't i don't understand i actually own that domain or sorry the ryan mr doherty one that's the one i meant to say don't add that email huh you know hmm i do own this domain though what ryan mr yeah that one don't use it is there a, is there a ryan.mr um because that I would be awesome there is but it costs a fortune and there are right. legal requirements to own it i think right you have to be like a legal resident yeah. of some country that, something like that I yeah think. so ryanmr.com goes to a google 404 page <laughs> isn't that weird <laughs> <laughs> um I looked at my Twitter followers, and I have seven accounts that I would feel okay putting in the docs. You can put nice. as many as you like. Should Randall Meeker be in the sh- in the docs as someone to follow? He's not super active on Twitter. Yeah, but when he is, he's he's pretty he's pretty uh, pretty goofy, pretty fun. So yeah, sure, why not? And then uh, Sophie Alpert or Sophie Bits, you know? Oh, the... yeah, from uh, the React Core team. She runs yeah. the React Core team. Yeah, or runs the React team at Facebook. So like, and, I wonder. Like, wrote a lot of React earlier in the days. You know, yeah. uh, I think during that that conference or you know that that thing that the talk, like I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure one of them did like a Google Trends search of like, oh you know React versus Angular, React versus jQuery, hmm. and you know stuff like that. I yeah. wonder if the Google Trends would reveal if anybody knew who Sophie was before that talk. Well, I'm sure... I've was... seen her retweeted a bunch over the last many months. I, so. I have too, but I don't think anybody knew who they really were at all before that talk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, conference talks like that definitely do have a way of uh, causing people to become celebrities or personalities really quickly, even if they haven't really changed anything about their behavior right. or tweeting habits or contributions to open source tweeting habits too many tweets not enough tweets too many cooks yeah gotta keep an eye out for that good old fake unicode that's a good one I first stumbled upon fake unicode years ago when they just replied to something at one of my tweets yeah and I'm like eh and now I'm like, you know, I'm I'm about that Unicode life these days. I think right. it, was, it was too much Twitter volume years ago, and now I'm either tolerating it or I seek it out more. Yeah, which is bad because I'm you know try to keep my follower count under 475 or really 450, but I'm at 498. So, <clears throat> <sighs> well, you know. You can always uh, be like me and follow. Let's see, what's the count today? <laughs> Do you ever unfollow people? 
Uh, sometimes. Only I when am. they're really obnoxious. But right now I'm at 3,779 people I follow. I, I swear it was 1,500 last time I looked. a ton of people the other week. How do you determine who to unfollow? Um, t- I f- okay, I feel like we talk about this every time we no, talk about No, we Twitter never parties. talk about this. For, I... for me, I have a pretty high bar. It usually starts with... Um, you read their content in the last year. Yeah, so I, I unfollow people if um, if they are noisy and incorrect. <laughs> that seems yeah. fair. Yeah, so like I, I usually don't follow people only because they tweet a lot. Usually I'll, I'll only unfollow them if they tweet a lot and they have bad opinions. Which happens surprisingly frequently. Yeah, it's not surprising. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, how do you toggle which windows you can... Can you could like alt-tab through windows yes. in an application? Sorry. Wait, uh, usually it's control-tab. Uh, but control it, tab. De- it depends on whether the app supports it. Like, I know Chrome does control-tab. I'm trying to move oh. um, a bunch of Safari tabs from all being in one window to two windows, and I'm just going to have to use two screens for that. Mm, okay. It works. It's just moving the Hangout... Moving PodKit stuff on top of the... Gatsby stuff. Aha. Gotcha. Use state. Okay, I've uh, I saved on Pocket like a week ago mm-hmm. that there's, you know, sites about all the React hooks. Yeah. And I still haven't looked at it yet. I'll put it in the show notes though. Yep. I uh, admittedly have not had a ton of chances to learn anything new technically in the past, call it five days. Um, right, I added that seems link. somewhat fair. Yeah. But hey, all of a sudden, starting tomorrow, I will have a moderately significant portion of my day that I can just use to see what's up on the internet. With nice. regards to building the internet, so that'll be fun. Well, wow, what what an error message! The node you're attempting to unmount was rendered by another copy of React. That's it's wow. too aware. It's yeah, too, right. It's not allowed. That's it's it's like it's like I know exactly what is wrong and I can't fix it because you're running a different. You know, there's yeah. React somewhere else here. It's crazy. Yep. Is what any, would be really is anybody a interesting? Code sandbox expert? Uh no, but I can try anyway. Okay. Do you know, like, if I change the package JSON in a code sandbox, like, is there a button I have to hit to make it re-get the node modules? So in Glitch, it's automatic. I use Glitch instead of Code Sandbox, so I bet it's automatic precisely... here too because yeah. it's running. So sweet. There's yeah. a React hook or for use battery to get battery charging indicators and things. I didn't know that was even a thing browsers could look at. It is yeah. suddenly a new thing, yes. It's a thing now? Yeah, it kind of just, just started. Huh. I was talking to somebody who was trying to use that to um, determine the impact of like a GL accelerated animation, like a, like a Lottie animation. Yeah. Um, on battery life but the problem is 
like you have to run that for so long it's not really very helpful and i think there's some there's some information to or there's some issues with that where like the api it uses isn't always um i mean it's accurate but it's like not always up to date or something i don't really remember what the gotchas what the gotchas were there yeah um i what was i gonna say another weird browser use um i saw a library that someone made kind of porting what apple does and some of their javascript to detect which device you're on Mm -hmm. and it uses webgl to figure out what graphics card or what gpu you have (laughs) on your device and then it pairs that with screen size and can get very accurate um it's just like things like if you're running a 10s max in an app that hasn't updated for the 10s max screen it might it says you're running a 10s or a 10s max with display zoom so it it you know because the app is running at a different screen resolution what god that's that's intense i guess uh it makes sense why you need to have that level of device detection for certain things, but yeah, that's intense. All right, I'm so, installing plain pasta. So in in, <laughs> uh, in code sandbox, when yep. you go to the share menu, there's editor url and then embed url and then one of them says also works on medium as if you have to call (laughs) out for medium that this works Hmm. oh man well i guess people want to embed things in medium posts guess so very strange yeah i should maybe consider not but maybe yeah Hey, look. That's a code sandbox link, that is. I wonder if you can embed it in Medium. <laughs> I don't know if you can embed it in I'm Medium. Back. Why can't I embed it in, in uh, Slack? I mean, Slack is literally running a browser. It's true. Oh. Hey, look at that. Got a little username field, a little password field. Yeah, you, so running... you, can, you can look through the hooks there. Right, I mean, thing. This is very basic, but... Mm-hmm. I will... I, hold on, I need to download it, too. Hey, little... Brandon. Hi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, in your JSMN, that site, I switched to NPM because I'm an NPMer. That's fine. Ew. So I deleted your, your yarn lock file, sorry. That's okay. Webstorm was very confused because it, it thinks I'm trying to use yarn because there's a lo- yarn lock file. <laughs> and then it's like can't do anything because there's no yarn installed. Right, it's trying to help too much. Do not help. I do not. I do not require this assistance. Yeah, I gotcha. Also, I really need to consolidate my repositories so Time Machine doesn't back them up. You were probably you all saw that on Twitter. I think I did. Mm-hmm. My solution for that is to not have Time Machine. Yeah, That's I, true. Use, I use Backblaze, and I have a well. To be honest, in my new machine, I just back it all up because I can. Um, I use Backblaze on my NAS for like my non TV shows and movies, and like I don't back up the Nexus stuff. So like non kind of the smaller files that 
are more like my old schoolwork and things that I don't change very much that I just want to have archived. Yeah. I then use Time Machine to my NAS as well. But um, nice. Gosh, ev- nothing supports Node 11 yet. Everything's like manually compiling this, and it's just like compile uh, deprecation features coming up. Yeah, when um, so like FS events is one example. When Node uh-huh. 10 came out, the same thing happened. So that's pretty normal. I yeah. tried to install Node at 10 from Homebrew, but it doesn't link it automatically, and uh, it was gonna like force override a bunch of stuff if I did. I'd have to do brew link dash dash force dash dash overwrite. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and there's uh, gonna be a way to tell Brew to use the LTS, right? That's that's how you would tell it to use the LTS, but it by default doesn't want to link Node at ten because it's uh, providing duplicate binaries for another package mm. being Node. Well, maybe I should you probably should uninstall just... Node then. Yeah, it doesn't. It didn't remove a lot of the files. I don't know. I once had super bad problems with Node on my Mac, so I'm like, uh, years well, ago. In I don't like know. Node just, 0. just install era. Mojave. Just install Hi Mojave, and then wipe your computer because it won't install. <laughs> just wipe it all away. All right, I ran npm run start, and we'll see what I see. Nice. It's starting a development server. What's the Love username? And, what username and password? Um, it doesn't matter. It's just whatever you want. It's just it just it just requires content in the field. Hi, hi. I logged in with username hi, password hi, and it says hi, hi. Fun. So good. This, yeah, it's really cool to see the... Um, to see this kind of out in the open and to see your, your uh, kind of use of... Both hooks and context there, Ryan. I've I've used context a couple times, mm-hmm. and I've always felt like, you know, it, it has always been in hat, the existing context hat nah. of another app. Nah. I've never um, used context except in React Bootstrap, which uses the old school gross hunt context that yeah. I never even looked mm-hmm. at. I saw that like the React popover and overlay stuff, and or the React Bootstrap stuff for that is using like unstable render to. Um, tree like before portals were a thing mm-hmm. right and i tried just replacing it with portals and it didn't work i don't know how to i don't know how to use it properly i guess sorry i totally interrupted you guys no that's fine do you use context a lot i've never really used it i've just reduxed it all yeah i've used it a couple of times concern. recently just because i didn't want to set up redux right yeah. um so one of one of the things that I wrote down in that fake blog post is that um, context with use context is actually quite uh, quite convenient. You can almost actually get things done, and it doesn't look horrible. Right. So when I've done regular context previously, if you have nested contexts, I mean, it's just it's awful. Totally. Oh, so wait. So when use context, you just declare a context somewhere, and you can import it when you want to use it. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah, I mean, and 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 you it's get like, it at the component level, which means lifecycle events actually can work with it. Although right, in yeah. Hookland, lifecycle events are somewhat, um, you know, different. But yeah, that's okay. But still, then you could import your state directly and not have to do like this weird passing and high order components and stuff. Exactly. That's, that's exactly awesome. right. Oh my god, that's how it should be. 
Yeah, so I think I think this this helps. Now, but the problem is that if they just added this support in a regular component, like that would be perfect. Like I don't right. need this hook stuff. I just want context to be good. Yeah, I mean, did did you catch the um there's that like um decorator you can do for use context? Uh what in, what kind of decorator? Oh, the new like one? Like a yeah. That seems like that would also be better than so, nested. So so the new like one, that, but it would just still be bad cuz it's a decorator. Yeah. Well, so I don't I don't know um yeah, decorators are bad, but there's also a new context type um class prop or class like literally class property. Yeah. Uh, All right. And that one will import your context and it will be available um for all of your lifecycle events. But the problem with that one is that you only get to have one per component. Right. Hmm. So then you still end up having to do all the um hawk rejiggering. This is true. That's true. I, I, I do like this um I do like the ergonomics of this, of the hooks for sure. So uh one of the things I was surprised about um is that even though the hooks seem really ergonomic and really like, yeah, okay, here's a here's a thing, do some stuff. Yep. I don't know um what they're gonna do with the dev tools, for example, because right. none of those pieces of state have a name anymore. So how do you know what it is? Right. Yeah, and I it saw... just looks it looks more more functional and more magical. Um and hopefully that's useful for some people. I think the efficiencies of not using a class component is really gonna help, especially with bundle sizing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that will help bundles things. for sure. I don't know if it'll help for organization though. Yeah. Sean was all over it at least. So I think I think one of the problems that I have is now you have all these functions. Like I like to have functions that take in data and then spit out components. Right. And and so now I guess you can still do that, but from all the examples that I've seen from from uh the React docs is that they just put all of the helper functions inside of the component function, which is fine, I guess, but it's also weird. I agree. It definitely does feel weird. Like, I would prefer those functions to be on the outside of that class so that they could be individually tested. Oh, wait, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Okay. Yeah, I would probably yep. put all the, the hook stuff on the outside of the component, and then, you know, you could make it reusable in a way that um, you could import it from other components and share it i guess that's what the whole pattern of your use whatever whatever is defined elsewhere right but i'm talking about just helpers so like i wrote a helper called set value it's on line 81 right that's that's a function that returns a function right and so like it's just a little helper thing but for some reason they prefer to set that stuff up inside of the component function Hmm. instead of putting it on the outside weird yeah. Well, and it, it feels weird, but it also makes testing either hard or impossible. Although right. maybe yeah. maybe their argument is you don't need to test that. I mean, you wrote the code, you know what it does, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, because for things like that, I usually always, well, uh, at least I try to avoid at all times never putting Lambda functions in the JSX directly. Um, 
but then something like a set value, if it's super pure like that, just at least put it outside of the right. component function. Exactly. Yeah. Because then I can easily mock that or spy on it or something in testing. Right. Well, uh, no, they're in the same module, so it's harder to do. But if you threw it in a utils file. Well, yeah, like set value, that could totally be in a utils file. Like it could be set form value dot util dot js, and you just import it whenever yeah. you need it. Yeah. Or you could be the npm way and publish an entire npm package just for that. Um, there you go. <laughs> oh, Left pad two electric boogaloo. Uh, you know this one isn't even a good version of it though because this one requires e to be a DOM element or a form element at least. So you really should have a third. Uh, you should have like a, an optional second parameter on the e section there so that it can uh, be a drill function uh, a path to yeah. get to the object yeah sounds like you should uh create a library called set value uh i, I have a better idea it's called just writing it. your own functions whenever you need them <laughs> i love the i love looking at node libraries and seeing they're importing some random function that is only one line anyway and i hate like, it but they but should feel why bad. and that's why how things like left pad happen right there was this really interesting conversation that happened at JSMN um, where one of the presenters said something along the lines of like, oh, well, you don't really need to worry about this unless you're building your li- your own library and like who's building their own library, right? And then somebody <laughs> somebody jumped in and was like, no, I think actually you should view everything you do like you're building your own library. And um, I don't know. There were some yeah, interesting they, they were results saying- of that. They don't think anyone in Minnesota really builds libraries. What does that mean? Like, right, right, exactly. And I think the person who asked the question was like, uh, wait, hang on a second. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was interesting because like building, like what what is quote unquote building a library if not building code for reuse or for use by other people exactly, or even yeah. use, use by yourself later. Yeah. That's really yeah. bizarre. It, it was a it was kind of a bizarre exchange, but I think got to a good place as a result. There were some, yeah, yeah, totes, totes my goats, totes my goats. Alrighty, what do y'all think? Anything else you want to talk about? No, it's I put m- more than enough already. <laughs> you cool. have stuff in fringe notes. Did you want to talk about them? No, that's all right cool you can just say bye what adios fringe and Ah, now ian and brandon i I mean you're not brand you're brandon never mind hi ian and andrew are going to wonder so much about what what was just deleted and what was not talked about that's all right it's a secret um no, a uh, quick version. Um, I'm an independent contractor starting Monday, and Ooh. it's exciting and fun and scary and fun and exciting and scary. And I had to do things like register a business entity and buy my own Creative Cloud seat. And um, did you buy full Creative Cloud or like partial Creative Cloud? Heck yeah, I bought full Creative Cloud. Wow. If I well, because I can't function without Illustrator. 
Um, everybody, everybody and their second cousin wants to use Photoshop to send people designs. Um, yep. And once you have those two, you're buying two Creative Cloud apps, which was, I think, more than the cost, either more than or nearly the cost of um, the promotional... Adobe would really like your business um, creative cloud price they were offering me. Hmm. So, yeah. Because isn't there the... Oh, so you're doing the promotional for the entire suite? Yep. Because there are sub ones that are just like Lightroom Photoshop Illustrator, right? Yeah, but I don't think Illustrator is part of it. I think it's just Lightroom and Photoshop. Oh, yeah, so that'd just be the the photography one. Yeah, okay. Illustrator is more like... You're actually a professional. (laughs) Yeah, the Illustrator... um, it's it's weird and it's kind of a problem, but I think I fell into the exact thing that Adobe wants you to do, which is like, hey, when you're in high school and you're doing like newspaper classes or you know newspaper extracurriculars, here, why don't you have a free or, disc- or steeply discounted copy of the tools that professionals in the industry use? And then I spend all that time learning how to use Illustrator and InDesign, and now. I look at other tools that are you that people use to design and 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 do like vector authoring and stuff like that, and I'm like, I have no idea how this works. I only know Illustrator and InDesign, and this is kind of like Illustrator and InDesign, but I can't do quite the things that I need to do that I know how to do in Illustrator and InDesign. So I guess I'm buying Illustrator and InDesign now. Good choice. Um, yeah, yeah I found Inkscape, Inkscape and GIMP are always clunky and weird like like any you know like qt or java based gui application that is cross-platform right 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 and if it if it costs me a fancy lunch a month to be able to do that same thing in less time i guess i guess a fancy lunch a month it is i don't know where Um, you eat lunch (laughs) well hopefully brandon you don't uh start uh getting too sick when you skip lunch once a month (laughs) Nah, don't worry. I, I I won't skip lunch. I'll just uh, I'll just uh, you know, it's part of the business. You know, yeah. eat, eat different food. I'll 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 eat a less fancy lunch. I'll go. I'll get some. Uh, I don't know. Lunds and Byerly's frozen soup. Oh, I was gonna start. I was gonna throw out like Taco Bell. Hmm. <laughs> no, I'm never. I'm not a Taco Beller. If 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 I ever get to that Taco Bell level, um. Yeah, it's time to uh, time to have a conversation. <laughs> With <himself. No>. but, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but uh, Lund's Lund's frozen soup is really awesome, and you can usually get it for like two fifty a pop if you time it right. Because nice. I know way too much about Lund's and Byerly's. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I guess the only other thing I'll have to say about that is uh, leaving leaving a job for a thing that is not a job. <laughs> for self-employment is very strange because like I had to turn in my computer and I just like did not have a computer with me at work, which was a mistake. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's very strange. That's all I'll say about that. How long were you at work without having a computer? Oh, it was only like two and a half to three hours, but so there was point, like, you're just like, then you're just wandering around talking to people saying goodbye and all that. Basically. Yeah. There was, there was like a very defined, um, the thing where I was like, okay, my last meeting's at, at three o'clock. So I go into that meeting. I'm like, all right, right after this, I'm going into the IT office and I'm handing in my laptop. So got any questions for me? <laughs> and, uh, and we, we worked all those out and, um, 
And then I handed my laptop in and that was that. So it's pretty, pretty strange. Cause immediately after that, I was like, all right. And we had, we had a little going away thing with, um, pierogi and, um, German potato salad. Basically we went to Kermarchek's and over lunch and, nice. and brought a bunch of, bunch of stuff for that. So that was fun. Just hung out with people, talked about things. Nice. And then I found, that was the, it. Yeah. yeah. On the last day of my internship in 2015, that's the last, like last day I've had. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It was, it was very weird. I had a desktop the whole summer, so I, you know, I didn't really carry a laptop around with me all the time anyway. Right. But after I had like committed to, okay, I'm done and walking around saying goodbye to a few people, it was very, very strange and bittersweet. Yeah. It's like the last day of school or something when you're graduating, you're just like, Oh, so many good memories. Right. And there's not even like, there's not even a next year. Like in school, there's usually like a, Oh yeah, well see, see you jerks around next September. Um, but, uh, yeah, with something like this, it's like, well, I, I do have, um, uh, I'm setting up some coffee meetings with folks from, from work, like intermittently over the next couple months. I have like really dumb names for them too. Like one of them's like, uh, like synergistic management services scrum. <laughs> see, you call that a dumb name, but when you share your calendar to somebody and they see that, they're going to think, whoa, this is a real yeah, deal. This guy's into some stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> into some stuff is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it should, it should be, it should be pretty entertaining, but you know, and of course the other entertaining thing is like, um, like we're still going to have JSM in there and, um, um, you know, I'm still going to get breakfast and coffee at basically all the same places because guess what? The North Loop and where I live are not very far away. So it makes it very difficult to, uh, well, it's, 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 it's pretty easy to, um, to keep those, basically all those same habits. Yeah. yeah. So it should be fun. And that's and why your work. lunch is a fancy lunch. Right, right, right. Why, why $30 is a, is a fancy lunch. Oh, are you going to be working from North Loop a lot or are you coming to Uptown where, um, yeah. You're, your new, I don't know if it's your office. But Colleagues are, office. yeah. Colleagues, yes. Yep, 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 yep. So um, it's going to be kind of a kind of a, a mix of things. If you're so. in Uptown, let me know because I'm right here. We'll do, yeah, <laughs> you, you bet, you bet. So for, for now, we haven't really set a cadence for what things are going to look like. But, okay. um, you know, like today we're going to go meet over by the U in a little while. Um, so okay. that'll be nice. And then, um, you know. Uptown, maybe downtown, probably most of the time. Yeah. Um, so it's me and two other people, and most of us are northeast based. So we're gonna okay. try and bring the third person closer to downtown if we can, because we have to traverse the entirety of a city otherwise. Gotcha. Just fine. Well, you don't have to go to Eden Prairie, so that's nice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is true. Right on. Well, what do you say? Should we get the st- uh, show on the road? We should. Let me start a, a timer. Oh, yeah. We should figure out what, what timer it is. Time. Time. Yeah, because every is. clock in my house is either wrong or right. Right. And it, even if it's right, it's wrong in terms of the right clocks. Well, and I don't even know what time it is. Okay. I think it's 1147. Yep. That's what it looks like here, too. Okay. Well, it is... Um... It's 5.47 UTC time, so that's Aha. all that really matters. There we go. Uh, shall we clap at 40 seconds? Okay. S- sounds good.
Nice. Perfect. Sweet. Clapped. Okay, nice. I'm going to try to be better about entering markers in. And so I'm going to also do a light edit where I don't actually listen to the show entire, in its entirety. And oh just my keep gosh, markers Brian is and becoming me. It's wonderful. Hey. Well, it's way easier now that I edit on the same computer that I record on. So it's the same project, and I'm not having to, like, co- copy files out. Yeah. Right. And markers usually don't come along with that. Mm-hmm. There are ways. I think if you export it as a WAV file, it can come in, but I don't know. Though, actually, I should say um, it's terrible because we do the Fringe and the PodKit, and they're, it's one recording. So I can't just, like, start recording because the markers will move around. Right. Hmm. I'll figure something out. Hopefully, I can move it with markers. That would be handy. Anyway. Um, I, I, bet, I bet Logic will help you out with that. So it feels yeah. like a thing Logic would be able to do. It sounds maybe like a very logical thing to do, right? Yeah. Nah, logical. Hey, uh, Ryan, what's the URL for timer again? Uh, com slash timer. Oh, it's okay. Oops, I had a, a mistypo, I guess, from before. I'm pretty nope, sure that's that doesn't what it work is. either. No? Slash nexus slash timer doesn't work and slash timer doesn't work. No, no, no. No, it works for me. Ifupdown.com slash timer. I get a not found. The requested URL nexus slash timer was not found on the server. But it's not. Interesting. Wait, I don't understand. Oh, wait. It's because I wasn't in slash the nexus, maybe. I'm still so confused. Oh, wait, what? It's home just... if up down dot com slash nexus slash the nexus. What is that shirt? What is that supposed to load? Oh, it should I, just be. I have no idea what you're doing. What is the URL you're typing in there? Just paste it into the box. I just opened up uh, <laughs> this URL. I don't know what it is. There's no styling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's because I was on home. Yeah. Don't go there. Not normal. Okay. Ryan, you need you need a uh, also. I can't more... load that because I'm internal and it will f- it fails on internal. <laughs> That's true. Can you reverse proxy that or something so it always works everywhere? Um, I'm sure there's a trick way to do it, but I don't want to waste my life figuring it out. Because like I have my SS my or yeah my TLS cert for my NAS, and it it always fails when I'm in my house because. You know, salute.local or an IP address. Right. And that doesn't match salute.space. I mean, I guess what you could do is you could edit your own host file, but I feel like it's just way too much work. Yeah. All right. Ho- I'm going to give us ghosts. a 45 minute timer because that might uh, mean we get to the Twitter followies by then. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Sounds like Plus, a good I plan. just think slightly shorter is more Slightly better. Yeah. Yes. Um, Okay, I'm going to start the timer, and then I will send you a link. Linked in. Follow me on LinkedIn. Connect Link- with me on LinkedIn. Linkin Park. A. <laughs> I've clicked the link. I see it. Hey. It's running. We should start. All right, I'm putting in a marker. Woohoo. Marked. So good. Hey, what, what are our titles? Oh, it's, there's uh, a lot of them. There, there's oh, some good goodness. ones. There are some good ones. I yeah, wow. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Um, let's see. I was doing a better job of typing out titles this episode. Yeah, you did a good job. That was very, very well done. I don't know who someone did the last one, but I did the last two. The last, yeah, the last two. Yeah. All right. 
I do kind of like swipe your credit card here, buddy. But that feels like that feels like a a, a subtitle, maybe. It does. Both of those, sure, the corn dog one and the swipe your here card, buddy. Right. That, those I feel are... like we've got to do a React one though. Yeah, for sure. Because we talked about React for a lot of it. I really sure. do like pulp culture web dev nonsense though. I, what, Let's do that. What if it's React courage and then, you know, uh, and the subtitle is pop culture web dev nonsense. Yeah. That'd work for me. And then, do, do you want do you want a third subtitle? <laughs> for a look, I put a corn dog in a three D environment. Right, like the third one would just go right here at the end. Pretty perfect. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Um, I'm. Let me. I'll just read that right now. If you want me to do the title read, yeah. Do it. Um, um, but um, you should put me... the words into the places they go. Should I? I should. Okay. This is Podkit, episode 43, React Courage, on Sunday, November 4th, 2018. And now, pop culture web dev nonsense. This episode of Podkit is hosted by Brandon Johnson, Brian Mitchell, and Ryan Rempersat. The show notes... This episode has show notes at thenexus.tv slash pk43. Look, I put a corn dog in a 3D environment. <laughs> Pretty good. Is great. that too cheery? That's great. No, that's perfect. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, corn dog. Sweet. Yeah. There's a guy I used to work with who every year on National Corn Dog Day uh, does releases like an EP with his, uh, with his buddy who happens to be the guy from Owl City. That is like all about corn dogs. Well, hmm. I want to see if I can find it. <laughs> all right. Um, if we could say goodbye to Fringe and send the files my way, that yeah, would be that'd be great. great. Cool. Okay. Bye, bye Fringe. Fringe. Bye, Fringe. Bye, Andrew Bailey. Goodbye, Ian Arbuck. You just call him Ian Arbuck. Yeah. In even in Fringes. Oh yeah. He's always Ian Arbuck. That's right. Okay. Bye, Fringe.